On today's ADG podcast, your one one-star rated Apple podcast, we have two special interviews, a top five, a movie trailer review, a new segment, and a new garbage person of the week. Stay tuned. What's it like in the journalism program? Hi. That's why last week he's like, ah, fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck this guy. You're cool, but fuck this guy. Someone, uh, whoever does uh, does their Twitter account, was offended by what the ADG podcast had to say on Twitter. <laughs> All controversial now. This is the- Nowhere. You know why? Because they just started this shit last week and they put it in a movie. Now. So I'm not have to worry about catching anything from Jake or vice versa. So he's good. Uh, so some look- manners there. And- All your uh, asshole attitude is rubbing off on you. Finally. It only took about three years. So, hey, that, 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 I wonder how long that recording session was. Okay, Ben. Ready? <laughs> yeah. I, all right, thank you. We're done. It'd be nice. I'm going to give it a solid 2.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. Welcome, everyone, to the ADG Podcast. We have a great jam-packed show for you today. We have not one, but two interviews. We have all this year-end goodness for you coming up on the ADG Podcast. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm Jacob. We are yes, not on and, top of things here. It's the end of the year episode. We're all excited. Yeah, we, we saved all the best for the end of the year episode. We have now one, but two interviews for you today. We um, all over each other for fun. Go. Yes. Yeah, it was excellent. It was good times. So, uh, yeah, so we'll definitely play those later. But, Jake, let's start with what we always start with sports. And, Jake. Ah, it's the end of 2020 in, in a couple of weeks. And you know what I'm thankful for is that we're almost at the end of this long COVID-like painful season that is the NFL and the Detroit Lions who roll into Ford Field on a one-game winning streak uh, after demolishing demolishing the Chicago Bears uh, <laughs> after they went, after the Bears went Lion, and even mm-hmm. the Lions couldn't mess up another team going Lion on them. Coming away with a win, now they get the joy, an early Christmas present, taking on Aaron Rodgers and those Green Bay Fudge Packers. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's coming up. That's going to be interesting. I, I don't know how you felt about Did you actually watch the last game? <sighs> So now you kind of gave up on the whole thing, like I did. You know what? I, I, you know what I did, but it was only in the way of the red zone channel. So I did not devote my time for the entire game. Mm-hmm. But like when I saw the important events that happened, I, I was like, okay, all right. So maybe you that's saw, what I should yeah, do. Yeah, you saw my fantasy picks that were on the bench uh, oh, get like geez, forty points. Oh no. yes, for all the for all those who don't know, it is fantasy playoff time. And mm-hmm. guess who I play in the first round? That guy right there. You know why? Because I'm number one in my division. It's actually, you're number two there. Uh, oh, I was yeah, one. So it, it, oh, in in your division, yes. I mean, overall, yeah. you're number two. Oh, yeah, no, overall. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I finished third, so I played Jake in the first mm-hmm. round. And you know what my glorious dumbass did is left the L.A. Rams defense on the bench and they racked up 20 points. <laughs> <sighs> you poor bastard. That's okay. I know. That's fine. I know. 
That's I fine. Know. So if it wasn't for anybody, nobody trading with me in this damn league, <laughs> I, I would have been number one. And, and you know, and hey. nobody wants to work with hey. you. No, the whole hey. thing of this fantasy All league, you're supposed to trade, trade, <laughs> trade. And nobody wants to trade. Not even, not even a re, you know, like a rebuttal trade. Oh, you don't like what I'm giving you? Cool. What would you like? I am ready to negotiate. That's right. So I'm winning it. by Let's smacking count. everybody up the face, upside yeah. the face, because nobody wants to trade. That's, That's fine. It. I get things done. Okay. I'll right. smash on you this weekend too, and uh, I'll win this <laughs> okay. thing. You bring it on there, big guy. You bring it on. Well, we'll as long as Ezekiel here. Elliott actually runs, we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I, you know what? I shouldn't be talking about uh, fantasy running backs. Is jeez, Christian McCaffrey? Man, did he screw me over this year? Oh, he's gonna play week fourteen. No, he's not gonna play. Mother. Mm. Oh. I swear to God, that guy is oh. the most. From from boom to bust year, he went. My God, the injuries well, were just. That's like the best running back in the league. But that's not. That's you know what? I think I gave you. Um, you, you might actually win this. You might not knock no, me out of the playoffs because no, uh, no because I, I changed quarterbacks. I took Patrick Mahomes out. Oh, you did. That's, mm-hmm. uh, just, My uh, starting quarterback is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Right? Who's Russell Wilson playing? I don't know who they're playing. Jets? The Jets. Oh, <laughs> oh, the guys. Oh, jeez, the goddamn Jets. Um, Hopefully, my strategy works out. I here. hope the Jets win just stop just to screw you over, Jake. They haven't won oh. this year yet. Hey, they're due. They're due. I know. I know. But if, if Patrick hey, Mahomes Jake, is good for like twenty-two points every week, Jake, so the, Jake, know. the Jets almost won last week. Remember that okay. they almost won. Almost. If it wasn't for that blow call, <laughs> and they let the guy score in five seconds left. Unbelievable. Yes, uh, Lions are in town to take on the Packers. You know what? It is what it is. You know, Packers are just incredibly hot right now. You know, it's like pick your poison. You have Devontae Adam, Pro Bowler, Aaron Jones in the backfield, Pro Bowler, or even, and that defense is just top, top notch, top rated defense. So it's going to be a long day for Matthew Stafford. In the office come Sunday, which is nice that they're moving this game to a 425 kick, which, which is nice because the Lions don't get too many uh, late afternoon kickoffs at home. So it'd be very nice. nice. I won't get to watch it either way. Who cares? Team there you go. That's yeah, anytime. Uh, anytime. There he is. So, so Jake, um, so besides the Lions, we have another team that, that is starting their at least preseason schedule. They started last night, uh, yes, taking did. on the New York Knicks. Uh, the Pistons kicked off their preseason. Uh, they end up losing to the Knicks, uh, but they are back playing those same Knickerbockers uh, on Sunday. And Jake, your thoughts? I don't know if you ever saw if you've seen any highlights or a little bit nope. about the team. Uh, now, no but highlights. From the early on impression, uh, the number seventh overall pick, uh, Killian Hayes, uh, definitely showed a lot of promise playing uh, some major minutes in his first NBA preseason game. And uh, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of positive comments and feedback from head coach Dwayne Casey. Uh, so that's something to look forward to, something to build upon. Obviously, this is going to be a painful year for the Pistons, but you know, it's it's all about building it back up getting it to that point where they are a a contender for the playoffs year after year so it's going to be interesting to see what happens no that's true you know what matters uh you know uh preseason 
uh, least in major sports. NBA preseason matters the least <laughs> in major sports. I know. Uh, because like, it doesn't matter. I know. But you have I people mean, that you'll never see again yeah. on the court yeah. ever in the NBA at, playing. At least, at least in this time where there is really no other sports going on besides football, you know, preseason basketball is going to get a lot of looks. Yes, that's true. So it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, uh, what's going to what's going on? Uh, obviously, uh, college football is still potentially going on. Obviously, right now we we should be watching the big Michigan versus Ohio State game, but that's not happening due to the no. pandemic. And a lot of people were upset, especially when the Big Ten decided to change the rules to allow Ohio State to play an extra game mm-hmm. to qualify for the Big Ten uh, championship game. Jake, do, do you like this rule? Do you think that Ohio State deserves to be in the Big Ten championship game? Oh, hell yeah. No, for sure. Michigan should have played. Um, I don't care how many people they have sick. They should have played. Um, you, you can't do that to... Uh, no, to to your players that you have on your squad and to other players in in the in the league, you gotta let everybody play. Uh, there's no facts to back up that you should have not played. So you should have played. I heard the press conference wasn't anything interesting. Um, wasn't a lot of facts. So you should have played the game. You should let Ohio State destroy you by like fifty, um, and then uh, let them get into the championship game. They're gonna make the playoff. They're gonna beat everybody in in the, in, in the Big Ten. No problem. And then do whatever the playoff. The playoffs so weird right now this year. Anyway, might as well let them in. They're basically the best team in the Big Ten. So just let them in. Let them do their thing. There you go. There's Jake's take on it. Obviously, a lot of people are calling for the head of uh, uh, Michigan uh, head coach Jim Harbaugh. And could this be his last hurrah with the team? Obviously, when this season's over. They they're gonna have to either pay this man to extend his contract or let him go back to the NFL, where mm-hmm. he is rumored to be interested in making a return to the NFL ranks to uh, to coach again. Uh, and Jake, there are I guarantee you there are going to be a lot of options in the NFL when the season it uh, when the regular season comes mm-hmm. to a close. Uh, a lot of coaches usually get fired the Monday after the final uh, regular season. Uh, games mm-hmm. so do you see like if you were to give a percentage of jim harbaugh going to the nfl after uh, and being a head coach next year what percentage would, would you give it 50 percent oh no because look at the situation here in michigan you can't you don't know the future of this whole COVID nonsense and you don't know what's going to happen. He, he he obviously hasn't done much in the time he's been here. It's gone it's gone naturally downhill. So yeah. the easiest escape, just go and like, go to Jacksonville and you know take a dump there, put the khakis on and <laughs> ready to go. Uh, take a dump there in Jacksonville. Yeah, it, it's 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 horrible. It's just all hype. So one of the one of the reasons why I asked is that, and I and I was thinking about this the other day because current uh, interim uh, Detroit Lions head coach Daryl Bevels uh, has a relationship with Robert Sala and has a relationship with Eric Bieniemy 
who is the offensive uh, coordinator in Kansas City. So, Jake, if you were the Lions, or if you were, if you were either Bienemy or Robert Sala, and one of you got the job as the new Lions head coach, do you keep uh, Bevel on as your OC? Mm, I don't know if he'd be one of their guys. Remember, they want to build around the, the guys they trust and that runs that run their scheme, right? Now, is Bevel going to run their scheme? I, I don't know. That That's the thing. He might know them. They might have a relationship. But, uh, but you know, do you keep Bevel just so Stafford, Stafford if Stafford's still here, which he shouldn't be, uh, you know, being familiar with everything? Or do you going to start fresh, clean house, bring all of your own guys? Like, that's what I would do. I would literally fire everybody in this organization and start fresh. But, just you know. walk in there with a machine gun or a paintball yep. gun and just go hard gold all over their asses. Yep, exactly. See ya. You know what? Why, why keep anybody there from any point since it has never worked? Start fresh. Fire exactly. everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody. And they should fire the president, Rod Wood. Oh, the sooner the better. Guy, especially if he's weighing in on you know, GM decisions when he doesn't know anything about football, he should stick to marketing and, mm-hmm. you know, forming, you know, uh, relationships with, uh, other groups for advertising, all that stuff. They must take mm-hmm. care of the business side and let the football people handle the football. Well, Darren, <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you see the three people they just in, started to interview for yes, the GM those position? Were, uh, preliminary they're they're obviously not going to get the job because they're just doing their they they earned an interview obviously based on their you know Mm -hmm. they're they're obviously they're not gonna choose one of those but you know it's a good experience for them to actually go through that interview process of being a potential (laughs) nfl gm so yeah they, they might not obviously get this job but maybe somewhere down the line they might be uh hired on as a director of player personnel mm-hmm. or, or whatever so no yeah i saw that on social media i didn't really think anything of that so but no i think every i think sheila is waiting for the regular season to to be over or the playoffs to be over before she really goes after the ones that would make the most sense for the lions now, do you think uh, Rod Wood, when he asks a question and gets a football answer, does do you do you think he just looks like with a blank stare, like oh, okay, because he has no oh. idea what they're talking about? Oh, he's talking about the option play. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's your what scheme like? How many guys yeah. on the field? Oh what? yes, you like to you like to do, you like to do that three four defense. Oh yes, I'm ah, a big fan. That guy's technical. <laughs> yes. You're just throwing out every football cliche you can. The worst. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's just bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Uncle Rod over there is uh, yeah, awful. Is is not is not a good look for Sheila. Sheila nope. needs Sheila needs more football people around her that actually know the game and know yes. what it's like to build a winning franchise and aren't from New England. You know, yeah. there are other winning franchise. Yeah, well, no, there's no winning franchise here uh, lately. Uh, but yeah, someone that, you know, either from Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, you know, San Francisco, you know, who who knows what it's like to rebuild a team and rebuild it the right way. So it's going to be interesting that I'm, I'm telling you, when they make that first uh, decision, that GM, 
or who knows, maybe they go head coach first and then they fill in the GM. Ooh, you know, no. the, the, <laughs> who no, knows? No. Who knows? No. Maybe they maybe they give them the the old Bill Belichick where you're the coach and GM. You know? Oh no! Unless it's Belichick, I don't want it. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that's pretty tempting for someone. Yeah, well, you can come in. You can be the head coach. Hey, we'll let you be the GM too. Oh, mm. you'd be like, oh, okay. You know, that's pretty tempting for an NFL franchise to offer something like that. Yeah, I guess. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Jake, I know you're uh, – I, I know we don't talk about soccer that much because there's really no soccer to really talk about these days. Uh, but there was a pretty big game that I watched uh, a couple days ago, Juventus versus Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And I, I – you know, there was always the, the debate who's better, Ronaldo or, or Messi. Messi. But, like, no. Ronaldo is just miles and miles ahead of, of Messi. After seeing that, after seeing him dominate the way he does, yeah, it's it, it's Messi doesn't appear on the big stage very well. Um, no. So that's that's one thing he's got against him. Ronaldo mm-hmm. just plays his game every time. Um, doesn't matter it. what game it is. So that's the difference between those two guys. Yeah, you, you, Ronaldo stays consistent throughout uh, the, playing internationally or whatever club he's in, and Messi does not. So it's just how it is. Yeah, they're good players, but. Yeah, that's the main uh, difference. Absolutely. And especially the passing of a legend of a game. Truly yes. the one of the greatest players to ever lace him up and play, uh, Diego Maradona. And mm-hmm. just seeing his old highlights and how he loaded on that field like he was flying. It was it was unbelievable. And how he is revered as a god. He's he's there's gonna, there's gonna be statues and and football stadiums and and cathedrals named after him in, in his home t- his home country of Argentina, but just how he dominated the game at a position that where most people didn't dominate from that position uh, uh, midfield, right? He was mm-hmm. he was he was an amazing scorer and he played midfield. He wasn't even a striker, so it yeah. just boggles my mind how how incredible he was. Yeah, see, he was the the thing with him. He's the, the, I don't think he's the greatest player of all time. I don't know if that at all, but um, he's de- he's one of the ones that actually got me into the game, and definitely one of the 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 innovators of the game, um, because of how he, his style of play was, and yeah, scoring ability and all that cool stuff. Um, but it's just his uniqueness and his presence and all that other things made him the the player the person he was. So definitely uh, sad for the soccer community. For sure. Yeah. So you said that he, to you, he wasn't the greatest that no. on your list. So mm-hmm. who is the greatest on Jake's list when it comes to soccer? Oh, that, that, that's a, that's a top five, and that would take a lot Ooh. of research. <laughs> uh, you don't yeah. have it but, already. But in no, 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 because there's a lot of players that play now that would that would be on that list um, in the future time. for sure. We're, ta- we're talking about we're talking about all time. Yeah, even all time. There's a lot of players that still uh, kind uh, of play. Uh, right now, that I think that will be on that list of okay. greatest players of all time, yeah. But like Pele, obviously, it's gonna be on there. Uh, unfortunately, Cristiano Ronaldo will be on there uh, yeah. so- somewhere. Uh, Robert Lewandowski, obviously, is gonna be on there. My favorite player. That's you know, hey, breaking scoring records in the Bundesliga. Yeah, not, not easy yeah, to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, we went off the rails. He's there all from Polish. He's Went off the rails with, with the whole soccer thing. <laughs> 
Sorry. Yeah, we, we lost the audience. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Wake up. Oh, we're back. All right. So, yeah. Uh, so, that, I think that's pretty much covers it for sports right now. Obviously, mm-hmm. Sunday is obviously football Sunday, so we'll have a lot more to talk about uh, in our next episode, probably in 2021. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll catch you up on what the Lions did over the holiday break and who got hired, who else got traded. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, so, Jake, where are we going now? I oh, let's go. Let's go interview. Oh, yes. All right. So, folks, if you if you don't know about Woodward Sports Network, I must say you have to check them out. There are it's something brand new. It's something that I think the city of Detroit really needs. And I was lucky enough to talk to one of the co-owners and one of the co-hosts of the the Woodward Sports Network, uh, Stick, he he joined us for an interview. So, Jake, if you could play that right now, take a listen. Let's get into it. So, join us here on the ADG podcast. We love to create relationships across the border, and a, a brand new sports network that just started across the border, starting the Woodward Sports Network, is one of the co-founders and one of the co-hosts on their morning show, Stick. Joins us on the ADG podcast. Hey, I'm doing well. How are you today, man? I'm doing well. Ah, so good. It's 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 good to finally meet uh, uh, virtually, I guess, in this day and age because of the pandemic and everything. But to, just to give our audience a quick glance, uh, people that live in the Windsor area, Windsor Detroit area, know Stick from his time on 95.5 and yep. on, on multiple other radio stations. So, Stick, give us a little background on how you got started in the business and what led you to starting this new uh, uh, adventure. Oh, man, both of those are loaded stories, so I'll try to make them through as quick as possible. Um, You know, I went to University of Detroit to study architecture, um, and just school really wasn't what caught me, you know. So I was kind of just finding my way, and I, I was working at Oakland Mall in Troy, managing the lids there. And one night I'm driving home, and I hear this crazy guy on the radio just saying he needs new interns. He hated his old interns. He wants new people. If you ever thought you could do it, drive on down to the studio and try out. Um, and Previous to that, I was a huge Drew and Mike fan, and my dad would drive me to school every day. We'd listen to Drew and Mike, and he'd always like nudge me and be like, you could do that. You could do that. And it never really made sense a guy say, hey, if you think you can do it, come down. And then I heard my dad's voice. I drove down. Uh, long story short, there were about 30 people there, and I ended up getting the internship and never looked back. Wow. So something like that, you know, obviously sets you up because it puts you in the right spots to meet the right people and form these great uh, networking connections with people in the industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that's the, that's probably the biggest thing that everybody should take away working in the industry is make sure you're making contacts because uh, you can take those with you. Absolutely. So being there, you know, like you said, uh, hosting clubs, uh, you spent some time in Windsor and to uh, <laughs> our, uh, our uh, I guess, our downtown core, which is just one street in Windsor here. Uh, Olet, baby. Olet Avenue, that's where it is. So your time, just just give us a, a couple examples of your experiences in Windsor. I 
mean, um, well, my first time I ever started hosting a club was Jokers. Um, mm -hmm. I'm on the radio at 93.1 DRQ after I get my internship and the club owner calls up and he's like, hey, Stick, you coming back? I'm like, I mean coming back. He's like, you were here last Thursday. We gave you the mic, took care of all your dreams. I was like, no, man, that wasn't me. You know, and this was before social media, so no one could really verify who the hell you were. Right. Um, and so I went over that night to hope that guy showed back up pretending to be me. Obviously, he didn't. But that was my first time hosting a club in Windsor. And then I became very good friends with the Combsas. Uh, obviously, you know, they had Taboo. They had Voodoo. They had Sin. They had all those. And so over the course of probably about 10 to 15 years, I mean, there were some weeks for a stretch where I was in Canada three nights out of the week, a Wednesday, a Thursday, and a Saturday. And I just – I love – Canada, I, just, I love the vibe over there. Um, you know, I just feel like as soon as you cross that border, you can kind of let your guard down a little and have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's kind of like a little mini vacation for all the Americans, uh, 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 all the Detroiters, I should say, over there. Yeah, I mean, growing up, it's a rite of passage. Not so much for the kids now, but you know, I grew up when we had brown licenses, and they were, you know, it was pretty easy <laughs> to get across the border. So yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot easier time uh, back then for sure. Yeah, that tunnel used to be a party in itself. <laughs> oh yes, I've heard some stories. I have I have some friends that work at the border now, and and, and and they've heard stories from back in the day from people that worked, you know, in, in the tunnels heyday. And there's some uh, some interesting uh, stories that took place over there. Yeah, you let's just say you can't get away with that stuff. Now I remember riding in the back of my friend's truck and jumping into another car during a traffic stop in the tunnel. And like now, oh my God, who knows what would happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> they would throw you away and fight and lock and lock the lock the door. So there, there you go. Yeah. No, but I, I have nothing but love for Canada, man. I had great times over there. Great stuff. Uh, so let's uh, – I, I just want to give people uh, uh, Woodward Sports Network. Was this uh, – I, I know you are one of the co-owners with uh, three other guys. Uh, Correct. Uh, and uh, just tell us, like, whose idea was it to put together this first ever, like, digital sports network that – Pretty much is Detroit made, Detroit uh, produced, pretty much just the one and only in Detroit right now. Yeah, um, you know, it was a combination of efforts. Really, you know, if we want to talk about like who sports, I, I was the originator. I bought the website. Um, you know, I got all that going and I started doing like little Facebook lives out of my basement and stuff like that during Lions games and reaction videos. And then it just started to roll from there. Uh, and I knew Ch Chad Johnson, the guy that owns all the Lady Janes around the United States. He owns about 120 stores. He had this beautiful studio on Woodward that wasn't being used. And I was just approaching him to really just do my little podcast out of the studio, maybe you know a couple times a week, just so this space can get the love it deserves. And so he took my idea. And then he's like, I like that idea. But here's what I want. You know, I don't know if you listen to Grant Cardone or anything like that, but it's 10x everything. And that's what he did. He took my little podcast idea and he 10x it into what would it take to give me an entire network? Like, what would that look like? What would you need? Because uh, he knew of my history programming radio stations for iHeartMedia and working for uh, ABC Disney back in the day. And so he... I guess in his head, he had had this planned for a while. He just had nobody approach him to start it, and he didn't know what to do. I just was lucky enough and dumb enough to think that he would bite on my idea, and he did. 
and then, then he made it better. So, so you had you had his support, and then tell me where does um, where does Adam and Joey uh, come into the mix? <laughs> so Adam comes in the mix. Um, Adam's probably one of the most brilliant people I've ever met in my life. Um, so I was working at uh, I was running a radio station in Grand Rapids, and I got let go from iHeart. And so for about two years, I came back to Detroit. And I was just kind of feeling out where I was going to go. Was I going to go try to chase the dream for radio around the country? What do I want to do? Luckily, uh, you know, I'm pretty well known in the community here. So I just did marketing for some local companies. Uh, one of them is the Carpet Guys. That was probably the biggest client that I had. And Adam was the one of the graphic designers for this marketing company that, that I worked for. And Adam, shortly after I started, he got a great job offer in Europe. Uh, he makes web apps for Arabic books. So like, you know, kind of like a Kindle for Arabic books. And he got a job. He went over to Europe for about three months and did his thing over there and then came back here. And he really didn't know what he wanted to do. So he started his own marketing company and he was just trying to feel his way out. Well, when I bought the website, Adam was the first guy I called. And he's like, I've always wanted to do sports. I love sports let me build your website for you. And literally I bought the website July 31st, August 1st. Uh, Adam had an entire website built and we started putting content out. So that's where Adam comes in. Uh, he always wanted to be a part of this. And uh, Joey and I, uh, we just have a brotherhood of a relationship. I used to work for uh, Channel 955 in Detroit and I was the promotions director for Channel 955 and Mix 92.3, our urban adult contemporary station here. Um, and during that time, obviously, I oversaw the promotions department. Well, Joey was working for Amp Radio at that time. I don't know if you remember 98.7 Amp Radio, but there are like two stations removed now that, that's flipped a couple times. But Joey was working over there, and I'd watch Joey at events. He'd post something on his Instagram. He'd get like 300 likes. Amp would post something on their Instagram and get three likes. And I'm like, this guy's doing more for them than he, they're doing for him. We yeah. need to get him on our team. So I reached out to him, and he he wanted to come work for 955 because he had originally interned with Mojo, but after his internship was up, they let him go. Um, so we started working at 955. I ended up becoming the assistant program director and night show host there and then joey was my sidekick or you know, co-host I, I really don't like the term sidekick he was my co-host for the night show on channel 955 for about three years wow so so it's pretty much it's a close-knit group from every between all four of you which is great and that comes across especially in your morning show that you guys it, it's just a big one big family you know that's what i want out of this like um, when I started at 93.1 DRQ, it was a party, man. Like there were guys making, you know, um, margaritas in the lobby with a tiki bar. And, you know, it was just fun. There was just so much fun. And that's what sold me on radio and sold me on making that my life. But along the course, because I started in radio in 2001, along the course of these last 19 to 20 years, radio has just lost its soul almost. Like the fun is gone. And so I wanted to start something that made me feel like I did when I first started. And that's what we're doing right now. Everybody, this isn't ego driven. There's no one day part that's bigger than the other. Like we're all equals and we're all here to have fun. 
And Joyke Bell, I mean, Joyke Bell's a prime example of that. We got him on afternoons uh, 11 to 1 p.m. with Sean Belisian. And Joyke, like, hangs out in the studio with us afterwards. And, like, him and Joey had a 40-yard dash the other day right on Woodward. And that's fun. <laughs> That, that, see, that's kind of stuff that you can never do now in uh, in radio or any professional office where you can actually have a foot race with uh, with a former pro athlete. You know, the, the, that kind of stuff just doesn't happen. No, and I, I literally feel like I'm living in a sports center commercial now. Like I'm eating lunch, George Bell <laughs> walked by. You know, we had um, um, I'm sure you saw it today. Darren McCarty yeah. was on the Belichick and Bell show. So like I'm just sitting here hanging out. Darren McCarty comes out. We start watching his fight with Claude Lemieux because one of our young <laughs> interns had never seen it. And you know, I'm watching Darren McCarty beat the hell out of Claude Lemieux with Darren McCarty. It was the coolest like sports experience ever. I, that just sounds like you know like do you ever have those moments where you just got to pitch yourself like is this real life that's happening right now i can't tell you how many times adam and i look at each other and go what is going on right now like how is this all happening because it's all snowballing and every the timing just seems to be perfect on everything right another thing is that you guys just don't do sports especially on your morning show uh, you guys, you guys, yes, you guys talk about sports, but you're also very involved in the community. You know, if it's like stuff, a studio that you're doing or, you know, bringing on someone from the the, the, dog, the the local dog shelter and getting the word out on those people that do great work in the community. Yeah, that's something I've always found in my radio career, that if you take care of your community, they're, they're going to take care of you, too. So, you know, I don't want it to seem like, oh, the only reason we're doing it is to get listeners and stuff. But no, this is what you do when you have a platform. You do yeah. good things and good things come back to you. It's it's really that simple. And I don't know how meant like stuff a studio that we're doing. We're going to be living in this studio for five days starting on Monday, collecting toys for the Mott's Children Hospital and a couple other local charities. You know, I started this promotion when I was in Grand Rapids. It was called Stuff a Bus. We were living on a bus, and we did it two years. But the year after I left Grand Rapids, they stopped doing it. And because there's not a lot of money attached, you know, like we're not asking sponsors to give us $5,000. We're asking sponsors to donate $5,000 in toys. So when you're a big conglomerate like an iHeartRadio, the bottom line is the only thing that matters to you. But when you're us – helping the community is the only thing that matters to us. Absolutely. It, it's important to, uh, to give back as much as you receive. That's w without a doubt when it comes to that. Uh, Stick, for those of you who don't know, their, their morning show, The Morning Wood, is from Monday to Friday from 8 to 10, and then Belizean and Bell from 11 to 1. We, we've had, we were lucky to have Sean Belizean a couple of times on our podcast. Awesome. Great guy. Very knowledgeable. Knows everything that there is about sports. Having him and Joyke Bell, you know, the, so they have the sports commentator that, that's been in radio his whole life and the, and the former NFL Lion and former, former NFL athlete. Like, that is the best of both worlds. Yeah, no, it's and honestly, their chemistry is crazy. Like they just finished their fifth show together and it keeps getting better and better and better and better. And Joyke is starting to open up more and more and more, which is amazing to see. But Sean used to call Joyke's football games when Joyke was the running back at Wayne State. 
So they have had a rapport for almost 10 to 15 years, you know, and putting those two in the studio together has just been amazing to watch their brand grow together. And you're right, you know, our morning show is by design, not a strict sports stats morning show. You know, we'll touch on the big topics, the big things in sports, cover the important things to our listeners, but also personal is what always wins. You got to be personal. People got to think and know that they're your friend and know things about you that you only tell your best friend. So that's why you may learn things about me you never wanted to know or learn things about Chris <laughs> that you never wanted to know. But you, yeah. you know it now. And, you know, my old boss at iHeart, uh, who I love, his name's Tony. He used to always say that to me. He's like, your best friend's your best friend because you know everything about them. And, no, and that's what we want to be. We want to be your best friend when you get in your car or when you wake up in the morning and throw us on your TV from YouTube Live or, you know, whatever it is. We, we want you to trust us and know who we are, not just, hey, the stats from last night, you know, Ben Roethlisberger exactly. threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Anybody can deliver that. Yeah, exactly. And that's what really makes you guys different from the traditional uh, – AM and FM radio stations. Well, the, the very lacking in sports these days because all the 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 sports stations that used to be on the AM dial are pretty much gone away these days. So it, it is a nice alternative where you guys aren't uh, um, handcuffed, I should say, by you know corporates that 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 only care about the bottom line. You guys really speak your mind and tell it like it is. Yeah, we're not handcuffed by anything. Like, we don't have the FCC breathing down our throat about what we can say on the air. You know, right now we're not affiliated with any teams. Uh, obviously, we want good relationships with them, but they don't have a say on what we can or cannot talk about. Um, and honestly, that's it's dangerous at sometimes because, <laughs> you know, you got to kind of self-edit just because just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. And at first, I think we were all getting used to swearing all the time. But now if you watch the show, if you watch the show the first day, we're all just swearing because we could. <laughs> now if you watch it, we'll, we'll throw in the swear words when it's appropriate, you know? Yes, exactly. It, 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 it's easy to swear when you, you really don't have stats or facts to, to, to back up what you're saying, you know? Right. So, yep. So, so, so basically, uh, a lot of people give you – give the impression that oh woodward sports is is trying to be like barstool and i try to tell people no i think they're just creating their own little niche market they obviously they don't want to be like barstool but they do uh you guys take a little bit of their formula into your network is that right um yeah i would say so but like i don't know about their formula because they don't really have any live shows most of their live shows are pre-recorded then played back quote unquote live. What we do love about Barstool Sports is the fun they brought into sports. Mm -hmm. Like that's, if anything that we're mocking off them is fun. You know, we want to have fun. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of our local terrestrial radio here is just not fun. It, mm -hmm. It's angry, sad, it's, you know, depressing. And that, so, yeah, I, I've heard a couple people try to compare us to Barstool. Um, I like to think we're in the middle you know we're not the hardcore sports but we're not you know playing jenga like right. we're kind of right in the middle where we are lifestyle and we're fun but you know you can trust us for our sports commentary too absolutely that, that's very well said uh so stick right now we're we're, in, we're into the final month of the year coming into 2021 obviously this pandemic has put a hampering on all sports 
pretty much in general. Uh, when sports is finally back and when we, we can go to uh, a game in person and not wear a mask and, and all that stuff, where do you see Woodward Sports Network, you know, going in 2021? I mean, as soon as the world opens up, that's when this thing's really going to take off. Um, our strength is meeting people, talking to them, shaking hands, kissing babies, uh, and getting the word out. Like that, Joey has made a career off of that. Uh, myself, I, I feel I excel in front of people. Chrissy is kind of the same way. And honestly, you know, we're working out partnerships with the big pro teams to where we'll host the post game and the pregame from their concourse and stream it live on our page or eventually work out a partnership to where we'll be their streaming broadcaster. You know, that's some conversations that we've been having. I'm not, not going to get into specifics about who, when, what, why, but, um, you know, where I see us going in 2021 is getting ourselves more entrenched with the professional teams in the area and building that relationship. So it also, it validates us as a legitimate sports entity, but it also will provide them with the energy that I think all of our franchises are looking for. You know, you go to a Red Wings game at LCA, it's not packed. You go to a Pistons game, LCA, not packed. Tigers game, not packed. Lions games, but it's, you know, the, the vibe isn't always positive. And that's what we want to bring. We want to bring, like, we want to make this stuff cool again. Like, we want to make it like 2004 Pistons where you went to the Palace and it was a club night. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I love it because I think that's what sports in Detroit has been missing for the last decade, it's safe to say, yep. is the fun factor. You know, yep. it's not fun anymore. You go, you go to, like you said, you go to a Lions game. Yeah, it's packed, but everyone's just sad and it's pitiful that people are, 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 Right. money to see this team lose every week well yeah and then you drive around and listen after the game like you know you hear people if they, people if they win people are upset if they lose people are upset and it's like well then what are you doing here you're not a fan <laughs> <laughs> if, if they can't win and you're happy and then yeah. they lose and you're unhappy like you're really doing yourself a disservice by calling yourself a sports fan like fan is short for fanatic if the lions yeah. win any game I'm excited that they won the game because I went through all in six. You know, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I, 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 you know what I say to those people? You know, you should be, you should be so grateful that you live in a town, a, a, a city that has four professional sports uh, franchises and two pretty top end uh, college uh, uh, sports uh, sports franchises. There's people in Iowa that have nothing. Yeah, no, I. I don't know. You took the words right out of my mouth. Like the other day on our morning show, I said that because my dad's from New Mexico and he grew up and he would have to drive 12 hours to see a professional game. I drive 12 minutes down Woodward and I get all four sports and Detroit is the only city in America with all four sports downtown. So there you go. So we're definitely one of the lucky ones. And, and we're lucky that we're just a, a drive over the bridge or in the tunnel to to see it so there you go yeah yeah no you guys you guys got it good not only do you have the spits over there kicking ass yeah. hockey, but, you there know you go. get to root for the red wings when they're good and then if you don't want to root for the red wings you can always defer to the maple leaves <laughs> that's a sort spot for me so, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm a diehard leafs fan and and it was just torture seeing the wings win year after year that was just painful to watch uh, yeah from my point of view but no hey i i, I respect good teams i respect uh you know great franchises and yeah if a team makes the playoffs 25 straight years in a row you, you gotta tip your hat to that 
Yeah, yep, and I love it, man. I love every bit about it. I, I grew up a sports fan. I grew up a Detroit fan. You know, when I was young, they were called the Dead Wings because nobody liked them, and then I saw them peak for 25 years, and now they're back to what they are now. But there's hope for the future with all four sports franchises, which is what I really like. Right. No, absolutely. Uh, also, just one more quick thing before I let you go. You have guys, you guys have other podcasts, not just sports uh, uh uh, live shows you guys have our uh, network of uh podcasts D- just tell me some of your podcasts that you have on your network yeah so uh and just to kind of go over kind of the formula of what we're doing is our live shows are like the bricks of the building and our podcasts are the mortar that kind of holds everything together and it's all under one big umbrella so we found is guys need podcast in my basement but i can only take it so far right Mm -hmm. so what we wanted to do is create a whole network to where it's trusted podcasts with great content that we've already you know like we've listened to all the podcasts and we're trying to pull from the best in the city so right now we have uh origins which is a great podcast if you if you like the being and sounding smart when you're talking Talking about sports, Origins is for you. This guy, Ben, he dives so deep into like the beginning of the instant replay, the beginning of sports video games. And every time I listen to one of his podcasts, I learn something that I, I talk to about to people and it makes me sound very smart. Like, you know, uh, the sports video games started with the U.S. Department of Defense trying to come up with things to entertain their guests. And I learned that from his podcast. So I love that podcast. Uh, we have the Michigan Canacast, which is uh, all things marijuana in Michigan because it's uh, it's legal here. Is it? It's rec legal in Canada too, right? Across Canada, yeah, you can see yeah. everyone all across Canada. I think we were we were one of the first uh, 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 real big nations to do that. So yeah, definitely a big industry, especially in Leamington. I don't know if you ever look across the river. At Detroit, if you see like an orange glow, yeah, that's all. That's a that's a leaves. That's the lights from the pot houses in uh, <laughs> where they grow. Uh, yeah. That's amazing, and you know, good for Canada. Um, so that we have the Michigan Canacast, which you know they're they're educate, advocate, and inspire. So it's not just two potheads sitting on a couch talking about weed. It's you know they talk about the legalities of it, how to grow for everything from the lights to the nutrients. So I love that podcast. Uh, Art Smith is one of our hosts, and he does the Art of Combat, which is our MMA podcast. Uh, and he just started this thing like two months ago, but the amount of interviews he's getting with quality MMA fighters is absolutely insane. And I only see that growing bigger and bigger and bigger till we're at Fight Island sometime, you know, kicking it. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm looking forward to with the MMA podcast. Art also does the Art of Gaming, which is our esports podcast, which is something we're going to focus on because just like everything's going digital we see esports being next up Um, no without a doubt yeah and then we have everything is with Corey and ant uh cory is a young man that we have on the staff here and we kind of want to just give everybody an outlet and one of the major things we want to do is make sure that we're servicing the urban community in detroit because there is no voice for them so that's where everything is comes in. It's kind of just two dudes kicking it, talking about what affects, you know, the urban community and sports. Good. No, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's a great lineup. And that's a good foundation, like you said, to build upon. Obviously, you guys want to expand out more, you know, try to get as much content as possible for your network. 
Right. Yep. No, that's that's the thing. We want to, you know, and we don't want to leave any sport left uncovered. Like I've been talking to this hippie dude who wants to do a sport on like hippie sports, like axe throwing and disc golf and all that kind of fun stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know, like, that. yeah, nobody's talking to those people. So why wouldn't we do that? Yeah, absolutely. No, that's great. Obviously. So stick for those for those people who don't know. Where can they listen to uh, the Morning Wood and Belgian and Bell? Give us a, give, give us all the shout out. What do we have to follow for our, all our listeners? All right. Well, um, you know, we live stream every morning on Facebook and YouTube. And once we get some more uh, power behind our internet here, because that seems to be the blockage from letting us go on multiple uh, streaming platforms. So we're live on Facebook and YouTube every morning, eight to 10 and then 11 to one. And then all the podcasts, you can hear them on Apple, Spotify, you know, and pretty much SoundCloud, every, everywhere you find podcasts, we send it out. And all you gotta do is search Woodward sports or Woodward sports network. And our whole lineup will show up for you. Awesome. Well, stick. I really appreciate all your time. Make sure you check out the Woodward sports network. Listen to the Morning Wood. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun, happy people talking sports and just having a really good time. Thanks a lot, Stick. I really appreciate you doing this. Yeah, for sure, man. And once the world opens up, come across the border and we'll hang out and have a beer and talk some sports. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Hi, man. Talk to you later. All right, Jake. So let's get into it. Top five time. Top five time. It's excited. All right. So I'm going to keep it sports themed. I'm going to keep it Detroit Lions themed. And Jake, I know you're going to love this one. I'm turning off my mic. There we go. (laughs) Here are the top five players you forgot that played for the Detroit Lions. I always forgot the cur- I would forget the current players that play for Detroit Lions. <laughs> uh, well, let's see how you could. So let's start in at number five, mm-hmm. and it's field goal kicker David Akers. David Akers, yes. David okay. Akers. Akers is the 15th leading scorer in the NFL history, having racked up over 1,700 points in his career. Uh, however, though he was. And that's what that's when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Akers uh, played for them from 1999 to 2010. However, after two seasons with San Francisco 49ers, the Lions signed Akers to kick for them in 2013 in his age 39 season. Akers was voted team captain, converted about almost 80% of his field goal attempts doing so for the Lions that went 7-9 back in 2013. Uh, so there you go, David Akers. If you forgot, I he played. There you go. Uh, let's see if you know this one. This All one right. uh, is interesting. Uh, coming at number four, Michigan native Larry Foote agreed really? to a one-year deal that joined the Lions ahead of the 2009 season, hoping to help dig the team out of its worst season in NFL history. Most most known for his time with the Steelers, but had one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and nine total tackles for the Lions in 2009. So there you go, Larry Foote coming at number four. Not very number productive. three. Not yeah, not very productive. Uh, number three. Oh, I, I can't believe I'm saying this name, but I remember <laughs> this. Dante Culpepper. Yes. Comes in. There we go. Culpepper retired in September of 2008, and frankly, it would have probably been better 
if he just stayed retired. Uh, instead, the Lions lure, lured him out of retirement by offering him a two-year deal that he agreed to be uh, that he he agreed to in November 2008. Culpepper would start five games for the team in 2008. Of course, going 0 and 5 during that team, they didn't win a single game. Yeah, he's um, trash. He, he's absolutely trash. So. Dante Culpepper in 2008, where, yeah, everyone remembers that season. was not good. Coming in at number two, I don't know if you're going to remember this one, Jake. Running back, Rudy Johnson. Rudy Johnson. Rudy Johnson. Mostly remembered for seven seasons with the Cincinnati Bengals. Johnson's final NFL campaign came as a member of the 2008 Lions. And, well, nothing about the 2008. Eight Lions was uneventful. Johnson was cut by the Bengals late in the preseason, eventually landed with the Lions, and at the expense of Tatum Bell, though Bell would ultimately call a situation a misunderstanding. Johnson accused him of stealing his bags. It's the whole what to do. Yeah, that pretty much sums up the 2008 Detroit Lions. It's just a mess on and off the field. And coming in at number one, Jake, you, you, you want to guess who's number one? No, no, I want to be surprised. Go for it. All right, number one is quarterback Jeff Garcia. Yes, oh, yes, I remember Jeff Garcia. Yes. Yeah, this list consists yeah. of garbage. Oh, man, <laughs> garbage players. so much. Garbage. Total oh, winning so, record of this top five list, so, one in 20. Yeah. As the Detroit Lions or something like that. It's exactly. Great. So Garcia started five games for the Lions in 2005, playing musical chairs with former number three overall pick Joey Harrington in uh-huh, five yeah. games. In the five games that Garcia started, the Lions went one and four. Boom. And, uh, and he tossed, he tossed just awful. He was just god-awful. Uh, I'm sorry, he tossed just three touch- touchdowns and six interceptions. Uh, oh, lucky for nice. him, he had, he landed with Andy Reid in Philadelphia in the next season and got a chance to lead the, play- lead the Eagles to the playoffs after Donovan McNabb suffered a season-ending injury. So, typical Lions. You suck here, and then you go somewhere else and you go play in the playoffs. That's right. So that's that's how so this, either you retire here or you move on and do better things. Exactly. So there's your top five. Party time. That was good. Awesome. So let's get into our movie trailer review because you sent me this movie trailer earlier today, and uh, it was really fun to watch. Uh, the same pro- the only problem I have is these movie trailers are like mini movies in themselves. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. want I don't want to see this much in a movie trailer. Yeah. But the, the the upside on like last last week's episode, the upside on this one. This movie trailer was actually good. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, tell us about it, Darren. Oh, yeah. So it's called Nobody, featuring uh, the great work of uh, Breaking Bad star um, uh, and Better Call Saul star um, uh, Bob Odenkirk. And it's from the producers and directors, I believe, of John Wick. Yep. And pretty much along the lines of the John Wick um, you know this trilogy I guess now it's very violent and very uh, entertaining I'd say 
it's uh it, it looks really good it's it's released to come out uh february 26 uh 2021 uh here in canada is so it looks really good uh so basically the plot of the movie is a bystander who uh intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes a target of a drug lord I like that. That's that's a, that's a good summary. I I, I would l- watch it just on that basis. But you're gonna want want to watch it after you watch the trailer because it's jam packed. It starts off nice and slow, builds up, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of shooting everywhere. Uh, but it's, it looks like a cool story. Looks like it's mm-hmm. um, uh, really nicely put together. Uh, yeah, a lot of the he, cast he tr- is newer. Yeah, he tries to be like he comes across as like this very quiet, very meek mm-hmm. family man, you know, and, and he doesn't want to cause any trouble, but his family doesn't know that he was like a hired gun by some secret service and he has an artillery of of pretty much every weapon you can think of mm-hmm. so it's definitely going to be uh, so oh it's a shoot em up wanna, movie you, you definitely don't want to piss off this guy yeah. it looks uh, it looks pretty awesome especially yeah. the one scene in the trailer where he's on where he's on the bus and uh, he just he just wants people to leave him alone and these guys start harassing him and then he just empty out all the bullets in his gun so mm-hmm. he starts just beating the fuck out of everyone that's a good watch. scene when he just drops the yeah. bullets out of the gun it's like ah, oh, yeah yeah nice. so th- this one I, I i give it a solid four out of five I'd yeah i'm i would definitely check this out i agree with you definitely uh, exact same thing four out of five for me too uh actually it would be one of those nice movies to just watch a bunch of shooting to happen you know get action things blowing up Lots of fighting. Yeah, it's one of those movies mm-hmm. just to break up all that other cool stuff that we're going to talk about later today that we will be watching. Exactly. But yeah, no, it's, it looks good. Four out of five. I'm excited. Trailer, movie trailer for nobody. Go check it out. <laughs> awesome. So I got Darren, you got a new segment for us. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I, everybody does a lot of online shopping, right? Mm hmm. Especially now with with all the lockdowns, and since we're in uh, gray lockdown now, so we're actually locked down, um, yeah. which which means you still go to work, but you can't go anywhere else. Um, everybody's online buying things. I don't know about you, but I find some weird shit when you go online and buy stuff. And yep. I've you know everybody goes on Amazon and Wish, and we, we know Wish is like the discount Amazon, and there's there's another there's another place. Online when you buy stuff, it's uh, Alibaba, it's AliExpress, mm-hmm. and and it's it's another similar place to Wish where you get a bunch of knockoff shit and some cheap shit, and it just all looks weird. Well, here's here's um my new segment, things I find on AliExpress. That's my new segment. I want to I want to give you three things that I found on this site that might interest you. Okay. And you tell me if you would be interested. Um, number one. For what eight hundred and two dollars Canadian? Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're gonna get this. You're gonna get twelve percent discount right now, and they're gonna ship it to you uh, pretty quickly to Canada. It's a gasoline engine. You actually get a uh, four. It looks like a four banger Chinese gasoline engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would you want an engine by off of uh, a website? <laughs> well, if it works, sure. It, yeah, that that is pretty suspect, but it's all in Chinese, so I can't read it. But anyway, yeah, you get a get a little engine there. If you your car breaks or something, order it online, and thirty days you'll have it. There you go. Yeah, all right, I have something else for you. This might interest you, actually. All right. Whitening body shower gel. 
Volcanic Mud Shower Gels Whole Body Fast Whitening Body Wash Remove Gel Whitening Cleaning Gel is the actual description. So, so that's... what it does is whitens your skin. Oh my goodness. For $6.73, which is a 15% discount, and it's getting more stars than we are, actually. And so, <laughs> in reviews. <Wow>. So, <laughs> you get this. Um, it's at a 4.3. We're at like 3.7 on it on Apple. You guys got to get this thing up. Um, yeah, it's a, clean, it's a whitening gel for your skin. <laughs> well, for those of you who want to get their skin their whitest, I guess that's perfect. Yeah, your hands are a little too dark and messy. We're whitening up. I don't Why know. not? I saved the best for last, though, because this is something you might need. Oh, boy. Okay. So for a dollar forty-three Canadian, which is a thirty-eight percent discount on AliExpress.com, you can find a chicken helmet cap, protective gear for the sun, the rain. It's a protection helmet for your chicken. <laughs> you know who? Which who, is a pet supply who, and a costume accessory. So if you have friends that have chickens in their house, you want to get them something cool for Christmas. Dollar forty-three. Friend, I actually mm-hmm. I do have a friend who has. Is is raising chickens uh, for eggs, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and he has about thirty some odd chickens. I bet you he'd be def- definitely interested in that. There yeah, you go. Dollar forty three. Just find him some new gifts, Darren. Come on, dollar forty three. There you, you go. There you go. Yeah, some chicken helmets well, in case exactly. you run into each other. <laughs> hey, you know the chicken. The chickens aren't the aren't the brightest in the. No, they're the packing all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Get a helmet. Safety first. There's cool designs too. Yeah, exactly. There's like animal designs, animal on animal designs. It's weird. But yeah, there's helmets for your chickens. <laughs> there's my three things you'd find on AliExpress.com. There you um, go. That, that's there's a new segment. <laughs> I, I, I should be like, oh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, AliExpress. Oh. No. <laughs> Damn. You get a shipment of like, yeah, of, of like chicken helmets. It's weird. But anyway, let's uh, move along here to our latest interview. So here to talk about talk to us on the ADG podcast about everything nerd-related, Disney-related, Star Wars-related, Marvel-related, anything pop culture, nerd-wise, Jen, the Star Wars nerd, joins us on the ADG podcast. Jen, how are you? Oh, yeah. well, my head almost exploded the other day, but I'm hanging in there. So much yeah. news. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, uh, I, I get all my nerd information from Jen when it comes to Star Wars and all and all the things pretty much Disney because Disney pretty much owns everything nowadays. Uh, <laughs> they, Jen, they made a huge announcement the other day on all these new projects that are going to be premiering either in 2021, 2022, and so on. Just give us a brief little rundown on some of the shows that we can expect to see on Disney+. Plus and uh, what are your favorite shows that, are, that you're looking forward to coming? It was hard. Like, as I'm following, it was uh, Investor's Day, and that's why all of these new series came out, not just Star Wars and Marvel, but also... Um, just new Disney movies and, and other new Disney series, but uh, it was hard to keep up just one after the other. Um, there are actually 10 new Star Wars projects 
and I guess the ones that I'm really looking forward to the most are the ones that kind of tie into um, what's happening right now with The Mandalorian. So um, the two that they announced, which will also be directed by uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, uh, that is the Ahsoka series and Rangers of the New Republic. And uh, Rosario Dawson will uh, be playing Ahsoka, obviously, and she did, mm-hmm. um, like, yep. spoiler alert, she did an amazing job on Mandalorian <laughs> Season 2. <laughs> sorry, Jake. Yeah, sorry. It's all good. Uh, but just blew my mind. And so these two series will actually tie in with The Mandalorian, and it'll be, like, a big kind of crossover um, mm-hmm. between the three. So those are, those are coming. Um, they also announced the next Star Wars uh, full-length feature movie which will be out in theaters December, 2023. So we have to wait like three years for it. Wow. Well, yeah, that's but the it, thing that they're giving us all these shows in, in, in the, in the meantime. Yeah. I think they're going to try to tie a lot of this stuff all in together. Mm. So um, the new movie is called rogue squadron and it's actually going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who just oh, did wow. the two um, wonder woman movies. So mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty exciting to, to mm-hmm. look forward to. And she will be the first female director of the Star Wars movies, is this correct? Uh, I'm trying to think here, because I know that uh, for a Star Wars movie, yes. For the series, yeah. they have had female. Yeah, so I'm, I'm talking about like the in, in the, the movie uh, the division, and she'll I be the first she female. Pretty... Yeah, uh, I think she did pretty pretty good with the Wonder Woman movies, mm-hmm. uh, but... Yeah, I'm I'm uh, definitely looking forward to that. But again, three years down the road. But <laughs> so, so uh, lots to hold us over in the meantime. Ex- exactly. Uh, the other big thing and that's going to be uh, announced, I believe it's going to be come out either in 2022. Um, there's going to be uh, an Obi Wan Kenobi uh, series. Is this correct? That was huge. Well, we already knew about that, right. but we didn't know that. Hey. Feel, uh about that so that that's kind of awesome um that's going to take place obviously after the prequel and just mm-hmm. kind of show um obi-wan's life as he goes into seclusion and uh mm-hmm. is kind of looking over luke as he grows up wow so there you go so hayden christensen makes its it makes his return to uh the star wars universe which it, it, it's always interesting to see like people you know that you remember from all those films either the prequels or the original trilogies and what happened to those people after you know the movie ended and we see a lot of uh we get a lot of answers from the mandalorian you know because it takes place after the uh, uh, return of the jedi mm-hmm. so it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see uh so out of we'll keep it star wars base for now out of all the star wars announcements that were made what are you looking most forward to jen absolutely ahsoka uh i think you know she was a character that didn't really get you know she was in the the animated series for anyone not watched um the clone wars mm-hmm. um they did a great job, but I really wanted to see what happened to her because it kind of ended on a note where you're like, did she live? Where is she? Um, and and uh, I like that they're they're bringing her into all of that and giving her more of a backstory because she was such a badass character. And, mm-hmm. uh, and to see her like live and Rosario Dawson did such an amazing job. Like that, that's I was really hoping that th- this would come out out of um, her her Mandalorian appearance. So. Right. Yeah, no, I, 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 absolutely. Uh, switching over to Marvel, Marvel just announced uh, a, 
whole lack of uh, either the series and and movies coming in the near future. Just give us a, some of a rundown of what Marvel has in store for us on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Marvel has a ton, too. Uh, so I couldn't believe how many, again, they were just one after the other. Some we already knew about. So there are 11 new movies and 11 new shows. Uh, the first being actually, um, the first is coming out in January, which again, we already knew about WandaVision that's premiering, um, January 15th. And, uh, it's actually supposed to tie in with one of the new movies that will be coming out in the next few years. Um, Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. So it, it kind of explores the multiverse and like alternate scenarios and, it looks interesting. It was uh, I did I wasn't sure about it when I first uh, saw some trailers, but I, I'm pretty intrigued by that. Um, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier we also knew about, but now we know that it's coming March 2021. Uh, the other big announcement was uh, the Loki series, and that will be coming in in May 2021 as well. So these are all with the original cast, and um, they're basically like films but a TV wow. series. Like, they put a lot into the production of these. Right, yeah. And uh, movie-wise, though, the big announcement, which I was super excited about, was that they are redoing Fantastic Four and tying it into the MCU. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's about I, time. That's great. The <laughs> first two adaptations sucked so much yeah. <laughs> that I'm hoping they... It, it's like Spider-Man. Like, I feel like they finally got Spider-Man, right? right? So I think that they'll yeah. finally perfect uh, Fantastic Four. So so that was pretty exciting as well. Yeah, there, there's a lot of talk I, I see on Twitter. Um, the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out is supposed to have uh, uh, some of the old uh, people that were in the Spider-Man franchises from before are going to be in this new movie is this uh any truth to this rumor or is this all just i have heard this i've heard this rumor as well i think it's true i think the two uh other toby Maguire and um andrew garfield yeah are uh are going to be returning i'm not sure if it's just kind of like a cameo like a a wink and a nod to Mm -hmm. you know what's been done before but um, you know, I'm I'm kind of over them, so I'm hoping that <laughs> that it's it's just a quick kind of a funny thing. But yeah, that's another yeah. Um, obviously film to look forward to. That would be right. nice if it was a multi multiverse jump between all those characters. You know, yeah, what I mean? exactly. that would, that would be pretty yeah. sweet um, to tie those in. But I also heard a rumor that they're going to tie in some other Marvel uh, characters from uh, some of the HBO shows, like Daredevil and things like that. Yes, Daredevil was supposed to tie in with She-Hulk, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's exciting as well. Um, Daredevil, again, I wouldn't mind if they tied him in properly to the MCU. Um, I, I'm okay with the do-overs. I'm okay with them trying to get everything right and get everything uh, together and, and all the crossovers. I don't know how they do it. That's It's a lot of material, but... Um, everything they've done so far has been amazing. So um, the next few years, definitely Disney is getting um, all of my money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you we, we yeah, you said earlier that uh, for those of you who don't know that here in Canada, Disney Plus is going to get be increased by three dollars a month now to uh, to k- kind of uh, pull in a little bit more from 
from their i don't know how much they charge nowadays uh but like you're okay it's three dollars more but you look at all the content you're getting it's just ridiculous absolutely and because of covid19 they'll also be releasing Mm -hmm. full-length features that would have normally gone to the theater um, will be direct to Disney Plus. So that's kind of offsetting some of the cost. And I mean, like, I'm here for all of it. Um, three to right. extra dollars a month. I mean, Disney Plus is on every day at my house <laughs> in yeah. some way, shape, or form. So um, it's uh, it's worth it. I mean, they have to kind right. of recoup costs somehow, but not <laughs> like Disney should really be hurting for money at this point. Nah, at this point, they pretty much print their own money when mm-hmm. it comes to it. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, aside from the Marvel and the, and the, and the Star Wars uh, universe on Disney Plus, there's been other shows that they announced that me as a as a Disney fan is uh, is kind of intrigued on how they're going to put their spin on it. Uh, there's uh, talks that Zac Efron's going to start a uh, start in a revamped version of Three Men and a Baby, and they're gonna oh be yes a, they're, yes, and there's going to be a new Mighty Ducks series. Called the uh, Game Changers, Mighty Ducks Game. That, game changers. That's Star- what I'm excited about right there. Star Emilio. Emilio <laughs> yeah, Mighty oh, Ducks yeah. man. I swear to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So no, I, I, and I did, the, I did see the trailer for the new Mighty Ducks. Kind of looks a, a little bit too Disney, but it's kind of like okay, it is what it is. But you know, it's great to see, uh, you know, those uh, legendary movies getting revamped on this new streaming platform. I'm excited. I'm excited for the different like little series that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced like, uh, well, um, it's Marvel as well, but the Groot. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, did we lose Jen? Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, she's she's a... I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry, Jen. I'm you here. just cut out there earlier. Just, 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 just repeat what you said. <laughs> yeah, we lost that group. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the Groot series will be coming out, Groot animated series, um, but also some of the Disney princesses will be getting um, their own series as well, uh, like Tiana Finally. from The Princess and the Frog. I know. Oh, dreams fulfilled right there for Darren. He gets the background oh, on yes. every single princess. Very nice. As a girl from the 80s, I am very excited for some of these uh, <laughs> princess yes. re-releases. So, um, yeah, yeah it's It'll be a, a lot to watch. And I mean, not like people are really going anywhere at this point. So we have time. No. <laughs> exactly. Watch as much content as you can. Exactly. Uh, just jump in from Disney to, I want to get your thoughts on this, Jen. Uh, HBO Max uh, kind of like shook up the whole uh, movie industry by releasing uh, in theaters and on HBO Max, their streaming platform all of Warner Brothers 2021 movie releases for the entire year. And some people are not happy with it, a.k.a. uh, Christopher Nolan. Uh, I don't know if you saw his comments. He was very uh, upset by that decision. Do you think that is is the right movie? That is the right move for studios to do this year? Because we don't know how long this pandemic is going to last. Uh, I saw AMC put out a, 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 a statement as well, and they were pissed. Um, yeah. It's it's a tough call. Um, as a nerd, I love going to the movies. I oh, well, yeah. Aside from the, you know, the movie Popcorn, which is the best, uh, it's just <laughs> the experience. And there's some, like, 
movies, especially Marvel, Star Wars, those those big movies, you want mm-hmm. to see them on the big screen to get the full experience. Um, they did what they had to do to make money. I, I get it. I don't agree with it. Um, for someone who like currently is not really going out, um, it's nice for me to be able to see these movies and I'll pay the extra money to see them in my home right now as a temporary solution, but I'm afraid it will just open the door to that just happening all the time, even once the pandemic is over. So that's what worries me, uh, you know, the death of, of theater. And I, I really, I, I was a bit concerned when I saw that. Yeah, no, the, and, and there's a lot of different things. So, well, that is one side, but it really kicks off on Christmas Day when Warner Brothers and HBO Max is going to be releasing uh, the new Wonder Woman movie, yep. uh, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, on Christmas Day. It will, it will be on HBO Max. Obviously, here in Canada, we don't have HBO Max, but I believe it might be on Crave. So, yes, those of you who have Crave, there you go. So that's something to, to look forward to. Uh, Disney's doing that as well. I mean, Disney did that earlier this year with Mulan. Um, yeah. They are also doing it with the new Pixar movie, Soul, which will be out mm. on Christmas Day as well. Um, like I said, it's a good temporary fix. I hope it doesn't continue because the experience of going to the movies is just something like I hope my children uh, get to continue to do as they get older. Absolutely. I, I remember like, you know, you, you wait, you, you get your ticket, you know, weeks ahead of the time. And then you just have something to look forward to that whole way and experiencing a movie that is so huge and monumental and like, I wouldn't say life changing, but you know, life changing when it comes to entertainment wise. Yeah, it's something about being in that audience and hearing all their reactions. It's It's different than watching it by yourself in your home. Oh, for sure. And I remember, like, I camped out for the Star Wars prequel trilogies, which, oh, yes. in in retrospect, not worth it. But, <laughs> um, like, I, I did that. And it was such an experience. And there were people, you know, lightsaber battles and, and everyone right. dressed up. And it was so much fun. And I think that's... Next year, uh, time will tell. But a, a lot of things might change, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, Jake, do you have anything uh, left to add? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm overloaded on all this information. I have to like <laughs> li- literally schedule every single show in my calendar. Exactly. And I, I'm just gonna stop going to work because uh, like, was that 40, that's 45 it. shows that I have to catch up on now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Come on, you guys are killing awesome. me here. I don't have time for all that. But Definitely have to schedule to make it. time. Right. Yeah. That's, well, that's the beauty of Disney Plus. You can watch it when you want to watch it. Oh exactly. yeah, and the best part was that tie to like, I like the um whole approach of where it all ties in together, and that kind of yeah. makes the experience so much better. And we, you know, who knows how long we have to stay home and uh, do all this crap? So it, it's going to keep us entertained for a very long time. Exactly, exactly. No, I I totally I totally agree with uh, Jake there, uh, and I like how they space it out where. You know, when one series ends, it's like uh, you gotta just gotta wait uh, a week or so, and a new series will begin. You know, good. So people like me can a... catch up on it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. There's, never, there's never a lull uh, between series on Disney Plus. So there you go for all your uh, uh, Star Wars, Marvel, and entertainment needs. Uh, Jen, the Star Wars nerd. Thanks again for joining us on the ADG podcast. Yes. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me. 
All right, Darren. Since uh, it is the season of uh, giving. <laughs> it is the season <laughs> of the giving. Yeah. That, that was my best Barack Obama, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, I gotta be Some nice people to have to know the season of giving. That's, uh, that's what right. I do. Uh, yeah, I got you do a track it. for you. Yeah, I got some music. Yeah. So, yeah. so coming out actually this week of officially is a track, and, and and we like to go international, you know, uh, have music worldwide. from all over the world. Energy podcast worldwide. Um, ah, uh, here we go. So we we got some music for the Christmas season, all the way down from Cape Town, South Africa. Ah, beautiful. Yes. Yeah, we have to venture out uh, out of our own comfort zone and get some interesting music because what we have today is a song called Christmas in Cape Town and it's by the New Apostolic Church Young People's Choir mm-hmm. but also features a lot of their big artists like Edith, uh, Dalen, Sass, Cheswin uh, writers and God Knows which is some of the big artists that I have solos in this choir. Um, so it's it's really a really cool uh, different track for the season, and I figured we get all festive, but we'll do something out of um, you know out, out of the out of the box, something different uh, for our end of the year show. So we're all the way down to South Africa, and we'll play this track. So here is uh, Christmas in Cape Town by the New Apostolic Church Young People's Choir. We may have.
And in many homes in Cape Town Amidst the summer fun Some are offering thanks and praises To the Father and the Son With carols and singing Around the Christmas tree A season of forgiving And of good will end There you go hope you guys are now in the christmasy mood with christmas in cape town hope you guys enjoy that track it officially comes out on the 19th all over the place but we have the track before everybody else so there you go hope you guys enjoyed it there you go uh i'm just sorry to, to chime in there's breaking news here uh detroit lions wise here jake yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. Uh, breaking news that cornerback, uh, former third overall pick, Jeff Okuda, is to go undergo surgery, and he's out for the remainder of the Lions' 2020 season. Do they have surgeries for for skill? <laughs> no? Talent? I guess not, yeah. No? So there you go. What, what? Surgery for what? Uh, Sucking? He, I think he did have a lot of hamstring issues. Yeah. Um, Shit issues. Uh, it ruined my mood. We we're talking about Christmas, and you're like, I'm "Oh, sorry. the worst, the worst player in the draft sorry. that we could ever pick." I'm sorry, here, it still here we sucks. Go. He will undergo groin surgery. Oh, okay. So he is Jeff Okuda, done for the year. Awful. Keep him off the field. We get a better chance of winning when he's not playing. <laughs> Probably. No, so it is. Go. It is. That's actually oh. very true. You guys can find that. Uh, he doesn't he play. The Bears. He did beat the Bears. So that's not the worst corner in the league. By a lot. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's trash. No, he's trash. No. Okay. How's Tua Anyways. doing? Exactly. All right. Let's not get into this. Continue on with your rants there, J- Jake. Uh, you got it, because today we don't have a rant. We got a garbage person of the week. Oh, garbage person. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, Jeff Okuda. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the garbage draft of the of the year. Um, yeah, garbage draft pick of the year. Yeah. That's right. New segment. Um, good idea there. Yeah. So we got to finish off the year with uh, in, in a story that uh, we can summarize the year with, because... For our last episode of the year, uh, the garbage person of the week obviously has to be special. And it doesn't get any more special than this dude. Uh, and his name hasn't been released yet. But there is a coach of the Savannah Gators football team mm-hmm. 
U9, so nine and nine younger. And this team was playing an American Youth Football National Championship down in Florida. So well, I was a big garbage person there because coach decided to, when his player came off the field, to punch him, a nine-year-old child. Uh, one first time he pushed him, and then as the kid got up, he walked back to the kid and punched him. So this coach, who has been, I think, suspended now, um, and this is all caught on video. It's been all over the internet this week, the interwebs. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm sure that can't be the first time he's done this. And looking at, at this video, I was like, where the the parents aren't pressing charges, by the way. And looking at this video, I and if any parent that I know would be out of their seat, literally supermaning the, down the stairs and jumping at this guy, if anybody hit my kid like that. So watching this thing, I'm like, really? So did some more research. Yeah, this guy, uh, Savannah Georgia Gators, uh, actual football team, and uh, yeah, this was caught on many angles uh, by a lot of people. Little adult punching a child at a at a football game. Really? Now, what could have this this kid done? Uh, on the field that little bit of yelling wouldn't have done because trust me yes i'm all for uh the aggressive type of coaching 100 percent. i've i've coached forever um and yes i will yell at children they need discipline yelling is part of it but don't get all physical with them that that's the opposite of what you should be doing opposite give them shit sit them down on the bench you're not you're not hitting or punching or pushing anybody on any field. You know you just can't do that. That doesn't send the right message. These are nine year olds. What are you sending with this kid that comes out of the field and you hit him in the face? What that's that's not what you're you should be doing. And it's not think of the kid's head what he's thinking. You got to think of it that way. So much garbage person of the week uh, is. This coach, which we still don't know the name of, which when we do, we will deal with online, is uh, garbage person of the week and probably the garbage person of the year, uh, if we really think about it. So there you go, Darren. There you go. A lot of things to to keep in mind. Do not lose your head when you're Mm -hmm. coaching youth sports. You know, Jake says it best. You know, he's had many years coaching, you know, Youths, youth soccer, you know, youths, you, you, you two youths, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. almost two My, decades. There you go. So, yeah, it's just, you know, I, you should have known that if it was from Florida, you know, it's going to be something messed up. No. And I was right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But uh, for today's show, find us everywhere ADG Podcast, all social media, all streaming networks. I hope you guys enjoyed today's guests. Uh, find them on their social media um, and check out what they do. A lot of cool stuff there. Uh, we want to thank everybody that's come on the show. Um, Darren, good job on the interview. Thank you. Same with you. And, uh, you know, just fi- follow the show. This is it for the for 2020. And hopefully when we come back in the new year, uh, we'll have some interesting things to talk about. So maybe some different news. News, interviews, and other things. But till then, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, ADG Podcast, uh, any streaming platform. uh, Add us to your favorites. uh, Something to uh, get you through the day, play in the background. 
were perfect for that uh, and some interesting interviews. And today's show is huge. Uh, it's going to be almost two hours. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Any feedback, let us know. ADGpodcast.gmail.com. And yeah, you tag us, follow us, share, whatever. Keep engaged and uh, we'll keep bringing you some interesting content and a lot of Detroit Lions hate. That's what we do. There you go. Yes. So once again, from the ADG podcast family to yours have a great merry christmas happy new year and anything that you're celebrating between now and uh the the start of the 2021 uh year all the best that's right stay safe and thanks for listening to the ag podcast here in 2020 we'll see you next year and i'm jacob and i'm darren and we are adg